before I got married and had kids, I didn't know like the importance of importance of um, making sure like you have like that strong relationship with God. I like sometimes I have to find myself like you know just close myself out from like the kids and even my husband and go in a room, close the door and. Sometimes just pray, like, cause it's, it's it's a lot. It gets it becomes a lot sometimes. And um, yeah, I will go in my room and pray, or you know, I'll read like um, you know, them little what are those things in the the Bible app? Oh, or, the plans. Yeah, the plans. <laughs> I'll read like the um the different plans about motherhood and marriage, and like that really helps me too. It's not easy to do that, especially when you're constantly going to work. And I work overnight. So trying to stay up, making sure that nobody falls, making sure nobody gets um, hurt or, you know, whatever like that. Um, And then at the same time, trying to, like, because I try to do everything at work because I have no time to do it at home. So, like, I try to do my push-ups there or I try to read my Bible there and it doesn't get done because somebody is in need of something. Somebody has to have something. So it's really hard to try to flip the switch like this. Watch me flip the switch like this. Raised from the grave, time to wake up. Active in my faith, time to stay up. Watch me flip the switch like this. Watch me flip the switch like this. All right, so good morning. Good morning to everybody. Yo, what up, what up? Um, so listen, let me put this disclaimer out there for all of our listeners today. Um, we have kids, okay? Yo. And they are awake. We don't have babysitters. We don't have daycare and that stuff. So if you hear any type of blippy noises, cocoa melon, kids in the background, anything like that. Wait, 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 wait. What's a, what's a cocoa melon? I know blippy. Uh, you don't what's know. Cocoa melon? How are you a parent and don't know about cocoa melon? What is that? Dude, you got to go on YouTube. It's it's on YouTube, bro. It's a what? It's on YouTube. Oh, shoot. YouTube taking over for the kids. Bruh, Cocoa Melon was was our thing before... (laughs) Cocoa Melon was our thing before uh, Blippi was. My older son was all in love with Cocoa Melon. Then he left Cocoa Melon. And I think... I think it was in the order of Mickey Mouse and all that stuff, then Coco Melon and Coco Melon to Blippy. Now it's between Blippy and Coco Melon and whatever else he'll watch. What is Coco Melon? Coco Melon is a person? Uh, no, it's um, they have some some things on there that's educational, um, but then they also have like songs and lullabies on there too. It's actually pretty interesting. I mean, you can find kind of a little bit of everything, but it's definitely for toddlers. Oh, okay. Hi, sweetheart. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So that that's Coco Melon. Yeah, we won't need no more extra songs. <laughs> so listen. Ah, oh, man, I need to turn this thing on. I forgot. My bad. My bad, y'all. <laughs> no, I have my I have my ringer on. So the text message that came through on my family text thread it uh, rung. So, oh. Yeah, my I bad. Didn't hear. But so listen, listen. We do random opinion. Y'all already know this. Um. But first, I want to actually do this in reverse. I want to do the highlight first. Um, and I actually changed up the highlight. I forgot that I changed up the highlight, and I forgot to let you know last night when we talked. But the highlight for this week is actually our wives. 
Oh, the reason okay. why I'm saying our wives is because without our wives, this podcast would not be happening right now. Man, no, nah, it wouldn't be around, bro. <laughs> like, our wives help make this thing very much possible. And so I wanted to, to say thank you guys for, you know, all of your sacrifices and the hard work and watching the kids when they wake up before they're supposed to. Uh, before, you know, waking up prematurely, um, or not prematurely, I don't know about y'all kids, I know my kids, they wake up prematurely, like right now, this is before they time, okay, they wake up, <laughs> minus my daughter, my kids, my sons, they wake up at least nine o'clock or later, and they, uh-huh. they up prematurely, so, uh, honey, thank you for being so awesome, waking up before time, so to speak, you know, really feel like it's just so I could record the podcast with Dre. Thank you, Aubrey, for letting Dre come record the podcast with me and make this thing happen. You guys are our highlight for the week. Like, not just because it's motherhood or because it's Mother's Day or after Mother's Day, but just because you guys help make this thing possible. And anything else that we do outside the house, you guys help make that possible. And let me say this. Let me throw a little little bit of an individual highlight in there. My wife, Aubrey Harlan, most beautiful compassionate supportive woman i know and let me say this she's also an essential worker so shout out to all the essential workers that's doing their thing right now but she is a healthcare provider so she out here in these streets you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. all right so let's get so let's get into this (laughs) let's get into this random opinion uh this ladies and gentlemen is the very first episode ever episode six with a double random opinion in one episode this is the double random opinion of the week so i don't know who want to go first well i can go first good morning good morning what's up what's up oh i'm so sleepy oh wait wait wait. my bad hold on real quick so uh for all our list all of our listeners um, I mean, Dre just said his wife's name, but I did not say my wife's name, and I'm sure people don't that have not seen my social media, they don't know my wife's name. So my wife's name is Jasmine Roberson, and uh, yeah, y'all already heard Dre's wife's name, Aubrey Harlan. What's happening, <laughs> Good morning, Jasmine. Good morning, Aubrey. Good morning, everybody. I'm so sleepy. Okay. Um. My random opinion, I posted this on Facebook a while ago, and people was coming for me. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. My random opinion is Lion King 2 is better than the first Lion King. I almost hung (laughs) up the phone. Oh, boy. Bro, now, see, hey, I got to live with this, bro. Okay, to me... I think the first Lion King is very heavy. It's very heavy for a kid's movie. It's, this dude was jealous of his brother, threw up, lied to the um, the brother's son, had him thinking he killed his father, killed him, and the way he died was like heavy and very disturbing. Lion King 2 is such a beautiful love story. You know, he... It, he was set to like you know set up the father killed him fell in love with the daughter it's just beautiful i think lion king one shouldn't have been a cartoon i don't think i should have been that young in the theaters watching something oh so goodness. heavy 
So that's my random opinion. Nah, it. So like the first line came taught me about real life, man. Hi, sweetheart. Hey, 
that you're gonna have these different struggles throughout every good movie okay every every great movie has some disturbing stuff in it that's not true in some way shape or form yes Cause, cause that's what makes it memorable. That emotional attachment you have. To exactly. It, it pulled out the emotion. All right. All right. Go ahead, Bree. What you got? I'm sure everybody has common sense with this one, so we can just move on after that. We can just be like, yeah, you know, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mushrooms and olives are overrated. Wait, what? Mushrooms no. and olives what you mean? are overrated. I can eat olives from what? a can. Uh, now nah, I can't go that far. I can't I, go that far. That's 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 my wife. But what you mean though? Like not put it in your I food? Mean what I mean, if you okay eating a fungus, <laughs> why you gotta look at it that from that like that though? Because that's what it is. The nasty looking. I can say mushrooms. Disgusting. Bro, there is a way that they can be sautéed. That they can be bad. exactly. Yes. yes. Oh. Preach, yes, bro. Preach. Yes. Wow. No. Preach. Disgusting. Salt. I salt them and um, how do I make it? And my shrimps with some mushrooms, some bell yeah, peppers, garlic, cilantro. What is no. it, bro? No. Bro, I'm with you on olives, though. Hey, Dre. Dre. Yeah. Did you know about this random opinion before now? Yeah. I oh, I needed a heads up. I'm like you. I want, I want to hang up the phone just now. Olives are good. I'm, I'm very. I'm I am a very picky eater. It's like I eat like ten things in the whole world, and that's it. Olives is good in a subway sandwich. But and olives is on that on that list. Yes, I can eat like when. Okay, for instance, like my mom, um, like whatever olive, whatever she used for olives, like I used to go in the refrigerator and shake some in my hand and eat it like that. Ooh, oh, black yeah, olives only. Black olives hey, only. Hey, black olives are bomb oh, like that. And them. that's the worst ones. What? <laughs> the well, green ones, back in my, like, drinking, back when I used to, like, drink alcohol, like, those green ones were disgusting. Like, in um, the certain drinks, those were disgusting. The but green the ones don't even look good. Are right, yeah. The green ones, the black ones, the purple ones, they're all disgusting. So it's, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> so clearly, clearly, none of us have common sense except... Uh, I, 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 I see. I'm highly disappointed in all of you. <laughs> Especially the way your dad makes them. The way your I don't dad care makes how my dad mushrooms. makes them. So what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your dad makes mushrooms? Yes. And they be fired, too. He has no, a special sauteed recipe, and they be fired. They are and how did you, disgusting. How, you know what? <laughs> We're, we are not going to spend, we are not going to spend 20 minutes on this subject, because this don't make sense. <laughs> Listen to the audience, my oldest son has made a cameo appearance, uh, vocally speaking. Uh, he decided to come in here and come hang out with us and, and his, his sister. Don't know why, really, when he has a nice TV with Blippi going on in his room. And his brother, but hey, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> What's up, son? You want to say hi? Say hi. Say hey. No? No, that? Okay. All right. Well, right. He gives the silent treatment. So, listen, that was some great opinions. I'm, I'm going to have to definitely, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to listening back to those. <laughs> so, 
let's get into it. Uh, this is actually our second episode in the motherhood series. Um, this, so this yeah. is post Mother's Day, post Mother's Day weekend. We wanted to tap in a little bit more with uh, motherhood. See, you know, get some perspective. Cause I I I do feel like me personally, mothers. I think sometimes maybe get misunderstood, um, or they're just things that we as men and fathers don't really have a understanding of, a good understanding about. And I just want to you know get some get some more perspective. I think perspective is what helps us to to get better with yeah, uh, in our relationships. Right. So. Uh, Jay, you want to kick off the first question, or you know, I can kick off the first question. How you want to do this? Yeah, I can. I can go. I can go. All right, um, ladies, ladies, ladies. I would like to know, and this question is really because I see that the role of mother and wife is very a very demanding role. They're both demanding roles. So I want to know how do you keep your individuality while being a wife and a mother. Oh, I guess I'll go first. You guys don't have to. Like, don't go out at the same time. I don't know. Choose. Okay. Well, Jasmine, you spoke first. Go ahead. Okay. Um, for me, it was like it was very hard because I'm a stay-at-home mom. So, because mm. before I got married and before I um got pregnant, I was a teacher. So you know, I had um a career and you know and. Yeah. <laughs> I had a career like you know I was doing my own thing I had to like really find something I knew once I had kids that I didn't want to put them in daycare especially being that my mom has a daycare and we moved um, over an hour away from her and my husband he worked where we live so I had to really like find something that I like to do I had to really say like what is Jasmine like with this outside of her kids and take her kids and her husband what do I like so um what I did was I purchased a camera I love taking pictures I purchased a camera and now I'm getting into like photography I even like did something for me like just something little like cutting my hair and started like my hair journey I had to really like sit and figure out what I wanted to do because I felt like I kind of was losing myself in my family. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's how I kept it. Just had to, like, just self-evaluate and, you know, and ask myself what I wanted and actually go for it. I, 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 got, a, I got a question to kind of follow up behind that real quick. What is the liberation with the hair journey? Like, I, I oh see my women God. when they cut their okay, hair. It's so, like, oh, uh, life has changed. So, this, this night... Um, I was like really like just frustrated. I was like washing my hair and my hair, part of my hair like knotted up and I'm like, oh my God. So what I did was literally while the soap was still in my hair, I had to hop out the shower and I just started cutting and it felt so good. It felt so good. <laughs> I like, I see people like the women, they cut their hair off and they talk about how good it felt and. I yeah. called my mom. She was that's like, "Oh, I, she was like, I did that too. It was so liberating." I'm like, "Yeah, that's exactly how I felt." So right now, I really don't really care how I look, but I always want to like start my hair journey. I have a daughter, and I want her to love her natural hair. 
So I told myself right, right. I'm, I'm not going to put any more like weaves in my hair or anything like that. Like, you know, so uh, I was like, okay, this is a start to, you know, start my hair from scratch and like get it healthy and all that. So, yeah. That's what's up. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that too because I too recently cut my hair. So it's like, it, but more so because my hair is just breaking off because as my husband stated, you know, being um, an essential worker is very stressful, especially when you have I to bet. constantly, <clears throat> when you have to constantly uh, be checked for temperature, have to wear a mask, get to wear, you have to change your gloves every time you leave out the residence room and things like that. So all that just puts a weight on you. And then when you have other coworkers that don't take the job seriously, and then there's more work on you, and it's just almost like, ah, uh, you yeah, know, I'm not, I'm not gonna put myself, you know. Uh, below for the sake of the job. Granted, I do love what I do. I mean, crying out loud, I plan to go to school to be an RN. So, like, that's that's where I want to do. So, as far as individuality goes, you know, my career in helping people in the healthcare field is where I, is where yeah, I keep the balance because I naturally care for people. I mean, you know, mother of two and uh, just having to make sure that they're okay, that I lose sight of what I need. So like I went on a I went on a rampage. <laughs> um, I think I probably almost spent. Uh, you could probably attest to this, uh, or you could tell me how much I spent. But I think I spent almost two hundred dollars ordering a whole bunch of clothes and shoes because I don't have anything. Right. I really oh, lost sight <laughs> of taking care of me, and um, that that is really difficult, especially while we're quarantined. I think. During this time, it actually forced me to be like, okay, what do you need? The kids got everything. Mm. Everybody around you is giving them money. They okay. What do you need? I said, you know what? When I come out of this stupid quarantine, I'm gonna go out. I got. I need some out, going out clothes. I need some. I need something. And I've been looking at wigs, all these different things. I'm like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the thing. Like, forget it, you know. So, um, so like that's one thing is for me too. And then also trying to continuously um, keep up with my, with my individual times with God, because I think a lot of times the individuality part of it all comes from who, um, the person that gave it to you, or should I say the being that gave it to you, is God. So if you're not communi- if you're not communicating with him or talking with him, I feel like a lot of times you lose sight of who you are in that in that aspect. So like I need to have that too. If I don't have that, then my spiritual man is like messed up. So that's one of the reasons why it's really important to keep that um keep that uh balance as well as your um self. So yeah. There's that. <laughs> and you know, I can like I can really relate to the doing doing stuff for yourself. My husband literally um will like have to beg me to buy things for myself. Like my I'm kids walk saying, around so fly. My sons be fresh, like they got all kind of shoes. My daughter dressed better than me and she's only five months. And I walk around with the same stuff. Yep. And um I think it was a little before the quarantine. I actually was like, you know what? Like, I went on the site that I used, like, uh, years ago. That's how long I shot. But um, <laughs> I went on the site, and I actually, like, purchased things for myself. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like, and, and I still felt like a guilty, like, oh my God, like, you know, okay, well, let me get Rye. I call my daughter Rye. Let me get Rye a dress. You know, she's going to grow out her clothes really fast. And See, see, in those moments, <laughs> I'd be like, no, just you. Bro, yeah, that's for him. real. No, this is, how, this is, I don't know how bad it gets for you, but this is how bad it gets for me. To the point that I would be like, oh, babe, you know, maybe for her birthday or just like, just randomly sometimes, I'll give her some money. And be like, babe, you know, this is just for you. You know what I'm saying? I love you. I care about you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I appreciate you. Blah, blah, blah. I'll give her some money. Like, this is just for you. And it's like crazy how I have to tell her, don't spend it on the kids. <laughs> like, it's like, if I don't tell her that, she thinks in her mind, oh, yeah, okay. So I'm going to go. The fir- it's like the first thought is when she gets money for her kids. And that's not completely bad. But I just feel like you got to still remember yourself, too. You know what I mean? But it's like, dang. I bought myself. I bought some stuff now. Some little dresses. I mean, yeah, I'm proud of her. You know, when she started getting online, she's like, oh, babe, I bought this for myself. I'm like, oh, look at you, girl. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm excited to see it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I guess I'm a firm believer in, like, your kids should look better than you. But I think I took it too far. It's like, yeah, but you don't walk around looking crazy, though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're a product of you. Right. But I will say this, too, um, and that's another thing. Like, if I do get money, like, a lot of it goes to food. Like, that seems to be the easiest thing to, I guess, uh, console me is food. Mm. But then I have to look at my weight, and I'm like, yeah, that's not good either. So I have to figure out <laughs> how, 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 how can I help, how can I do this in a healthy way without blowing myself up and without making myself look all crazy? I have to find a balance. So I know food was a major part. And going to the grocery store, I found it comforting going to the grocery store. Like, I, I would spend two, $300 at the grocery store before I spend two or $300 on myself for clothes. And when I noticed that, I was like, ooh, that's, um, yeah, that's not good. Like, <laughs> it off. So, like, I, there has to be a balance in that. Okay, I got a court. I oh, do have and, a and disclaimer, oh. real quick. Now our children are awake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, question. I got a question for y'all. For for see, this this is where see this is why me and Drake go to the car for these recordings. <laughs> nah, but I do have a I do have a question, and uh, Albany, you can go first because my wife had to go handle the kids. She had to go regulate, so. My question is, though, in the the process of you guys, I don't want to say you guys losing yourself, but like kind of where you guys were kind of dealing with that that sense of identity and and taking care of self. Like what helped you guys to maintain? I don't want to say a level of sanity. But like, what kind of, what kind of, like, what helped you guys to maintain yourself as much as you could? Like, what, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't completely lose yourself, but you guys were basically saying, like, you kind of felt like you were giving up, I guess, maybe more than what you guys should have. If I don't know if that's right. Um, um, in regards to you guys' identity, uh, well, you guys kind of were giving up, uh, so much of yourself to where it kind of felt like you guys were starting to lose yourself. So what helped you guys to kind of like maintain um, the amount, so to speak, that you guys did 
maintained so that you could, you know, get to the point of, you know, oh, cutting my hair or, oh, you know what, I need to go do this. And, you know, and to be able to get to that point of realizing what what you need for you. Oh, well, I, I think I kind of answered it in the first question. Um, but for me, I just, I feel like the relationship with um, with me praying and, and really trying to meditate with God is, is very essential to me because I feel like the sanity part of it is how you can remain um, sane, is knowing that your spiritual man is being fed. Now, granted, I'm still in the beginning process of, you know, feeding that spirit, man. It's not easy to do that, especially when you're constantly going to work. And I work overnight. So trying to stay up, making sure that nobody falls, making sure nobody gets um, hurt or, you know, whatever like that. Um, And then at the same time, trying to like, because I try to do everything at work because I have no time to do it at home. So like I try to do my push-ups there or I try to read my Bible there and it doesn't get done because somebody is in need of something. Somebody has to have something. So it's really hard to try to, okay, so so it's really hard to um, really get, uh, really try and continuously do that. But I feel like just me having like a mustard seed of that is what keeps me sane. And then on top of that too, me and DeAndre, we talk about everything. So like, um, I feel like communication with within this within the spouse. I mean, not that everyone has to do it this way, but I feel like, you know, having that open conversation just about what's going on and just about what's due. I feel like that's another way because you can't keep that stuff bottled in because that's how you go crazy. If you don't talk about the things that bother you, if you don't talk about the things that that gets you to a breaking point, um, I feel like that's the the main important thing of, of that is having that open communication at least for me um so that's main, that's mainly how i can maintain it is just keeping my spirit man fed as much as i can whether it be a mustard seed or not or 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 in abundance or and also just constantly talking to deandre about things that i go through yeah man as as husbands man we got to be outlets Oh yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely yeah. agree with that. What you over here doing? What are you doing, son? <laughs> this this is about to be up. T- <laughs> yeah, this is literally a family podcast. This is a family <laughs> podcast today. My son's over here counting. Oh, uh, I can like uh, piggyback off of you and agree with that as well. Um, before I got married and had kids, I didn't know like the importance of importance of. Um, making sure like you have like that strong relationship with god i like sometimes i have to find myself like you know just close myself out from like the kids and even my husband and go in a room close the door and sometimes just pray like because it's, it's, it's a lot it gets it becomes a lot sometimes and um yeah i will go in my room and pray or you know i'll read like um you know them little what are those things in the, the Bible app? Oh, for, the plans. Yeah, the plans. <laughs> I'll read like the um the different plans about motherhood and marriage and like that really helps me too. And then like also Oops, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to like the no. <laughs> yeah, and then like also, um I like reality T V. So <laughs> I'll go in, like, the room and also close the door, watch my reality TV, and just, like, just get time for myself, because if you don't, if you don't, um, find time for yourself, 
it it does it does get very overwhelming. It's like you love your family, you love your husband, you love your kids, but sometimes it can get overwhelming. Doing the same thing every day, all day. There's no breaks or anything, so I have to like force myself to take a break because, like you said, like you will go crazy. Mm-hmm. You will. Yeah, it's important to have some form, and I think that's another thing too. Like the importance of solitude. I think I don't, I don't practice that enough. <laughs> but like, you have to have some some time of solitude to really like gather your thoughts and really try to figure out, okay, like how am I going to maintain this day or this week or whatever. Uh, and, and she brought up a good point, um, Jasmine. How do you deal with that? Because a lot of times I have to tell my wife, like, hey. Be alone for a minute. Like, you know, like, go for a walk or like, go somewhere without me or the kids. Like, be by yourself for a minute. Because I know, like, it's going to be long times where you can really filter out all your thoughts. You know what I mean? You can really connect with yourself. So, do you get a chance to do that? To, like, be be alone? Yeah, I go to the mall um, before the quarantine. I like to go to the mall. Even if I don't shop, I just go to the mall and um, just walk around. And it is a struggle. It is a struggle for me to, like go out and um do things by myself because i struggle with like guilt it's like you know like they don't want to be in the house either but i i started to like i remember one day i was so frustrated so frustrated and um i was like you know what i hopped in the uber and i just went to the mall and i was just walking around i think i was pregnant i was out of breath and i was like walking my feet was hurting but it just felt so good to just get out and I was going through different stores. I was going through different stores, and it just felt good. Even though I was out of breath, pregnant, and, you know, but it just felt good to just get out. I don't, um, yeah, that's just basically what I do. Like, just going to the mall and, like, things like that. Or even just, like, going for a walk. There's a TJ Maxx, like, around the corner. I'll go for a walk and um, go in there and see what they have. Get something for me or get something for the kids or whatever, but... Yeah. Hello? Oh, I think the phone. Oh, okay. I thought I didn't break up. Nah, we still here. Ah. We're here. My apologies for that part. I had to switch the phone, the location of the phone. But anyways, so okay, so I'm I'm glad you guys uh mentioned that because I, I I do I do think that there are probably more mothers than not that maybe struggle with that to some to, to to some degree whether it's whether it's getting in some alone time so they can just have some me time and you know me time self-care basically is very important it, self-care is very important because if you don't take care of yourself then at the end of the day like you're not you're not doing you're not going to be any real benefit to your family and I, I think that that's very important for people to, for women, especially mothers, to really understand. It's like you're a benefit to your family, just like men are a benefit to their family, and I think even kids are benefits to their families. But like, if you're not taken care of, if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't have that self, that self care in your life, then like it, it's it's no, I don't want to say it's no point, uh, but just you know what I'm saying. Like, then I think you're doing yourself and your family a disservice. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. get that ass version of you. Right, there is, yeah. Wait, say that one more time. 
I say when you don't take care of yourself, you're not the best version of you. Yeah, absolutely. And then you feel, and then you feel better about yourself. Like there's nothing like going to the nail shop, getting your nails done, getting my, your eyebrows arched, and just like walking out, like your hair done, and just walking out like feeling good. I think that's that's a factor too, like that helps me. It's just mm-hmm. like just just feeling good, just taking care of yourself, and that was a struggle yeah. too. It's like just go the nail shop. It just go to the nail shop and just get your nails done, your feet done, and then your eyebrows. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have another question. I'm, I'm really curious to see what the answer is to this one. How is it being married to a creative? I'll go first. Um, Wait, and let me add to that before you before you uh, before you answer that. How is it being married to, and then how does it affect you as a mother, if at all? And it doesn't necessarily have to be in a negative way, just. But how does that affect you? Does it affect you in a good way, or you know, in a, in, uh, mother-wise? Does it, you know, is there like a clash, stuff like that? Like, how does it affect you as a, uh, being a, uh, being a mother? I think um, I honestly think that. It has it's good and bad, like because you know you being that supportive uh, wife, you want to make sure that your husband is doing, you know, what he needs to, you know, to to affect the world in the best way. But it comes with sacrifice, so that means you're probably going to tend to the kids a little more than none. You probably are going to have to do more stuff to where you feel like you're doing it by yourself um, sometimes. And it's it's not an easy thing because, like I said, although I understand what what it what you need to do, I would be selfish in getting in the way of that. Um, but at the same time, it's very difficult. Um, that, or should I say, they have these difficult moments where um, you feel like you're by yourself because the help that you the help. And this is in my mind. The help that you believe was promised to you is not being uh, fulfilled. So you're like, I'm doing this alone. Like this is this is this is not what I signed up for. This is like overwhelming and um, you know. But then all in, in the same breath, I know there's going to be a greater outcome. I know this is going to be for the betterment of those who hear this and those that believe in um, in what he's trying to uh, fight for. So I, that's that's the one thing that. Uh, why I said it has its good and bad because I can't say that it's all bad because uh, for what is being being um, produced and what's being happening um, in the midst of it all along this journey, you know, God has been showing out in the best way. So that's why I say like this kind of thing uh, helps me, you know, realize the real importance of it so much so that maybe. Instead of just watching him, just do so long, you know, maybe I had some ideas. Like, I've, I've noticed that a lot of the stuff that um, Drake does, like, I incorporate some things. I'm not saying he takes everything that I say, but he values my opinion a lot. A lot of the stuff that he, before he puts it out, before he does anything, he, it comes to me. So it makes me feel like, okay, I'm a part of your, I'm a part of this. So then that's why I say, like, those are, like, the good aspects of it because it's not, I'm not entirely, um, just you know alone in this in this role while he's just doing his thing but it's like it's an involvement it's a, it's a partnership and so whenever he does that you know i i feel like i feel like you know there's a sense of purpose like oh you really actually believe that um 
I'm part is with you. So then that helps me. And where he can get into where he can, you know, help me with the with the practical things, which is the children and the cooking. Well, the cooking not so much because I, I, you know, I'm not saying he can't cook, but I just. I know you're not saying. Oh, 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 hold on there, partner. Is there a little competition in there with cooking? But, um, I don't want him to have to feel like he has. If he wants to, then that's great. But you know, but then there's other parts of it, like because I work. Okay, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> wow. These kids, man. Um, so, like, you know, like I said, I work overnight, so um, when when he's off, he, like, he does um, wash the kids while I try to sleep, so it's like there's still some form of, okay, here's, here's where he's showing help here, here's where he's showing help here, and I have to recognize that and not look at the not look at the times where I have to do stuff by myself where, you know, he's just ab- absent and that's not true. So just overall, it's it's a bit of an experience, but at the end of it all, if you look at the major goal of it, then you'll be able to have a more lax, like, um, understanding as to why this is important. And that way, because at the end of it, we, we both going to benefit. It ain't going to be him. Me and the kids, we're going to benefit from it because... We believe in his journey, and we know where it's gonna go. So, like, I, I have, I'm very optimistic in that way. So, like, I, I have to. Okay, thank you. But I'm talking. <laughs> he went to make his, uh, his vocal cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I, I guess the prophet wanted to speak. Anyway, so. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, I'm very, opt- I'm very optimistic in that way, and so that's why, um, that's why I'm, I, I always know because God is always, without fail, show me that He'll provide, and He's been doing so. So that's that's my take on that. Um, um, for me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start off with the bad. I think is um the financial part of it, because <laughs> with Targs where um. It would be like things that, you know, you, in order to make money, you have to spend money. And it'll be times where, um, you know, it'll be like extra money, but it's like, dude, not extra money for that. Like, you know, we can use it for other stuff. But (laughs) so for me, it's financially, uh, I don't really have like a, um, he records like with the kids and like stuff like that, but I think like it's just financial, and I think that's like a big factor because you know we're not rich, you know we whatever money that we have like it needs to be you know saved up as much as possible. So I think for me it's just the financial part, and then like you said, like how um like how your husband like um gets input from you, like mine's are the same as well. Like, I'm like his little low-key producer on the side. So. No, for real. Like, for real. <laughs> and then, like, um, he recently started a, a business. What is it? Production? Basically, yeah. yeah. A production business. So, um, one of his clients, they, um, 
have this video that she's doing with her father and all that stuff. So it's fun to to help him like with that because it seems like it's our business. Like even like I yeah. me get into photography, like he wants to include me with the photography. Like you know you can do the video, you can take the pictures because like his clients was doing that. He didn't have a photographer or video videographer to do that. So like he included me. It's like you know you can do that and you help me with that and even with the um the videos. He'll run it down with me, and I'm like, you know, she should do this, and you know, tell her dad to do that, and just like that. So, like, and he really like takes how I feel into consideration, and, like even like he'll use it, and it's like that's cool to see him actually using something, especially for his business. You know, yeah. little old me that has, you know, I don't know anything about that. He went to school for that, and it's like to see him use something that I, you know, came up with. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm not really a talker, so it's like you know my episode <laughs> a little short. Hey, I will say, I will say too, like uh, I appreciate my wife for coming on because, like she said, she's not really a talker, so especially a public speaker at that. So um, I appreciate you, honey, for, uh, for definitely coming through. Same thing about but she's a talker, just not publicly. I don't talk. Like uh, I go into my church for I think over. 11 to 12 years and I only spoke on a mic twice and that's because my husband asked me to read the scripture for um, youth day <laughs> <laughs> and even that I was like a nervous wreck <laughs> I, I can, I'm a praise dancer I can get up there and praise dance like shut the house down but when it comes to speaking I just I cannot <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I didn't even think she would actually agree, but I just wanted to I just wanted to see if she would actually come on cuz I, you know, I just want to to really tap in with this motherhood uh with this motherhood piece. But that goes to like being supportive. It's like if he asks me to do something um especially like this, it's like I would never say no as much as like only thing I just asked for is like, please don't put me on camera. My eyebrows are a mess. <laughs> My hair appointment yeah, is Lord, next week. <laughs> right, right. We are on audio, praise God, because I don't look like uh, somebody's wife or mother right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I ask. Like, please don't do me like that. You like, oh God, like. Hey, nah, the compromise is real though, and I'm cool with that. I ain't even tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm down for the compromise. Um. So okay, so question, um, and this one is kind of heavy. Um, I don't know how much you guys might want to actually kind of get into this part of it, um, but did you guys ever have to deal with postpartum depression? And then if Absolutely. and then if so, um, it's it's actually a three part question to this. You know what 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 was it like for you? And then how difficult was it to deal with it on a daily basis? And then how bad did it get for you? <laughs> and you guys can answer that, you know, according to how you, however you guys feel. Like, if you don't want to go that deep, you know, you don't have to go that deep. Because even though that's a, a very common thing with mothers who give birth to, to kids, at the end of the day, like, that's a very sensitive topic. So I, I don't want to, I don't want you guys to necessarily be, you know, uncomfortable with the, with the conversation. Do you but, mind if I go first? Oh, go ahead. Um, okay, see, I, I struggle with, since I was 19 years old, I struggle with um, depression and anxiety as it is. So imagine tacking that on with postpartum depression. I dealt with that with three of my kids. So I'm going to go with the first one. The first one, after I had my oldest son, 
I didn't know anything about postpartum depression. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was recently married and I was happy. And then right after I had my oldest son, like I couldn't stand my husband. Like his the the his presence like annoyed me and like he would kiss me and I would cringe and I didn't understand like what was wrong with me and I was like overly obsessed with my child I wasn't like getting any sleep I would literally wake up like every 10 minutes and like sit up and get like 30 minutes sleep like here and there and be like hovering over my child just like watching him like sleep and I'll be like crying in the bathroom and it's like I I know like I struggle with like depression and I know how to like um you know like how to handle it and because I've been going through it for so long but with this it was different I didn't understand it and I had to reach out for like um help because I knew something was wrong and that's when I realized about postpartum depression and with my second son it was so bad my son he um you guys know but I don't know if anybody else that's listening may know like my son almost died at birth and when he came home from the hospital he came home at three weeks when he came home I struggled with it so bad I remember texting my mom like mom like I want to take these pills and I want to end it all like I can't I couldn't see myself like moving forward my only option was to like kill myself and I didn't understand why I felt like that. My baby just came home from the hospital. You know, um, my my oldest son, he just, like, you know, finished, stopped breastfeeding. So that was good. I thought I was going to have to breastfeed two kids at once. And I should be happy, but I wasn't. And I didn't understand that. And my mom was like, okay, we need to get you some help. But it's like, no, is everybody, like, hearing? Like, I am about to, like, end it all. Like, y'all y'all not understanding, like, how bad this is. And I remember, like, having, like, really bad thoughts of, like, different things that, you know, I usually don't think. And I knew, like, with my, with my third child, I prayed to God. I was like, Lord, like, I don't want to go through that anymore because... I literally like was to the point where I was gonna kill myself, and the only thing that stopped me was really like just like praying. I remember going in the bathroom, and I had like a moment. My bathroom is like where I pray and just like just let it all out, scream, you know, all of that stuff, like and talk to God like however I want to. And um, I remember going in the bathroom, just like just crying out to God and like asking Him, like you know, just I need my I need help this time because I already struggle with the things that I struggle with and I don't want to go through that I want to live for my kids I want to be here you know for my family because I'm very close to my my mom and my sisters and like if I do that you know they wouldn't know how to handle that so I went to the bathroom and I like I prayed to God and with my with my youngest with my daughter I struggled with it a little bit but it was like it was something I could handle. I knew like where where to go. Like I knew to talk to God and like he helped me through it. But postpartum depression was like something that it, it it's something I struggle with really bad. And it's something that even to this day, like I still don't clearly like understand. It's like how how can you go from the happiest moment of your life to like just feeling like, you know, just empty inside and just overwhelmed and you know, you having all these thoughts. And so, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's my experience with it. Hello? 
you have Medi-Cal, those resources are out there because people are actually sitting around here taking their lives because it's getting too difficult. Right. And, you know, those things are serious. And after this pandemic, people really don't need it. Yeah, right, I'm not right. trying. They actually have a hotline. That if you're not happy or whatever like that, there's a hotline that you can call. I wish I should have took the number down, but I'm going to get it um, when I go back to work tomorrow. Um, there's a hotline that you can call if you're feeling like, depressed or angry You know, during this time. They, these things are out there, but because that's not commonly talked to us, we don't think that that's even um, feasible to get. So... Man, yeah. thank thank y'all for um for getting real. You know what yeah. I mean? Like oh well, well wait a minute. Um, I just kind of just commented. I didn't really like share. Oh oh, go <laughs> ahead, my bad. <laughs> I don't I don't um, want you to not share. Go ahead. Um, but uh, but a lot almost like what you said. I I never I was a kid that never really dealt with depression. Um, so like the most that I've actually dealt with this was when I had my, my kids. Now my daughter, I dealt with it in the most common fashion where like, you know, people thought that I, they knew more than me, they, that they didn't want me to take care of um, my daughter and, uh, all this other stuff. So I was like upset about that, you know, but I got over it because I know that's not what they're doing. They're trying to help me. But when I had my son though. That was a whole other can of worms. And we were going through a lot of stuff even um, before we moved in with my mom. We were going through a lot of stuff. Uh, so everything that we were doing, uh, whether whether it was for the betterment of our family, it really made me more angry and more upset and more, like, drained and just mm-hmm. out of it. I was in my room with that baby all day. And... He was a good infant at the time, you know, so he didn't really give me no real blues as to crying or nothing. He was very specific on what he wanted, so thank God on that aspect. Right. But just, like, everything around me was just was, was just horrible. Like, I just, everything just didn't seem right, and then everything that he did just wasn't right. And so I was just like, man, like, like when we lost, like, you can, I, you can, and you remember, like, when, when we lost our car the second time, because yeah, we lost it the first time, but we got it back. But the second time, he was actually okay with losing it. And I, I I, almost lost it. I said, how are you okay with that? Like, I was just really, I was really, like, everything just went from zero to 100 all the time with me. And I broke down because I was just like, I, I've allowed a lot of things to consume me and really throw off my, my mental. And so um, dealing with that, I was just like, man, like, this 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 depression right here ain't no joke. And when your hormones are just off, right, it's off. right. And so you know, dealing with that with him was really hard. But uh, we got through it, and with a lot of prayer and talks, because I tell you, it was it was a lot, and it, it it brought attention to to my relationship for the first time ever because I I've allowed things to consume me in the worst way where I didn't realize the help that was being presented to me. So that's why even when I said it prior, like, you know, please make sure you talk to somebody because there's no, there's no harm in talking to somebody that can help you from making bad decisions. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. That's that. <clears throat> thank, thank y'all for the realness, like, for real, because I think that's one thing that's really common in the, in black culture is we're taught like you pretty much don't say nothing 
You and know pray what I mean? about it. And pray about it. Right. Uh-huh. And pray about uh-huh. it. Like you, you just kinda like whatever happens in this house, stay in this house. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like basically you gotta keep silent. And it's like that doesn't really help anybody's situation. So with mothers, right. it's like how how are black mothers especially supposed to advance and progress in life if all they're told to do is basically keep it in the house, don't say nothing, keep silent. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's not gonna help you guys' mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, nothing. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Because even realistically speaking, it's even basically telling you don't even say nothing to God. Because it's, it's such a blanket, it's such a, a blanket statement. So it's just keep quiet, don't say nothing, woman up, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And it's like, wait, I need somebody to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I can't deal with this. Like we're Like, we're only built to handle so much. Before we go into overload, and before that overload becomes stressful and frustrating to the point of, you know what I'm saying, suicide or, you know, um, we just learned last week, there was, I think it was uh, the the mother that we had on last week, she was saying that I think there was a mother in Florida who had like five kids, and basically she went and killed herself, because she couldn't, you know what I'm saying, she's like, yeah. Oh no. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's very real and that's why I'm very grateful. You know what I mean? That you guys shared you guys' story and you guys didn't really hold back. It was just let let me let me keep it all the way one hundred. Like that's very real. So whoever's listening that's a mother, you know what I'm saying? Like I really believe that they were just encouraged just now from from listening to you guys' stories. Um So let's let's get into a few more uh uh things and then and then we're gonna let y'all go. Um, the, I guess we could start with Aubrey. Um, describe what your best day in motherhood looks like versus your worst day. Hmm. Uh, I guess my best day would be like I wake up. I wake up at a decent time. I uh, I get them fed. I you know I interact with them whenever they're watching like any of the Sesame Streets. Sesame Street more so than mine because she really loves Elmo. <laughs> and, um, actually, I take that back. She likes Elmo, but she really likes Blippi. So, like, I try to watch, um, you know, Blippi with her. And even with my son, he's starting to, like, actually do sing-alongs with the Sesame Street characters. And, you know, it's such a joy seeing the development of your kids because, you know, you want to make sure that they're, they're, they're developing at a pace that's comfortable for them, I should say. Not my own comfort because I know... I dealt with like having a trying to figure out like you know with my daughter because she has a slight delay, so like I want to figure out like how I can you know help her progress. Which in the same boat she's progressing just fine. It's just because it's not at the pace that is common. You know it makes me have a little slight anxiety in that. But just to even see her actually like I got I got so excited when she started talking back to me. You know because that was always me and my husband's main issue is she's she's mimicking us but she's not talking to us so like whenever i come home she's like hi mommy and i'm like oh. <laughs> it's just, that's just, it's so, i'm just be like oh man like she's actually speaking to us or she's she's actually trying to communicate and i was just like oh my god like all of this was not in vain her potty training is improving like everything to me is just whenever she makes her accomplishments or my children make any accomplishment that's usually the best thing for me because then it shows i didn't fail them yeah and that um and that what i'm teaching them whether it's consistent or not because honestly i'm not consistent all the time but when i'm consistent 
it pays off and it's like this is it's amazing you know my son my son gets mad at me for trying to feed him he wants to do it himself so, okay, well, you know fine you know have your business you know Stop. you know you gain a little too much weight now i'm gonna have to cut it down some but you know, <laughs> it's, it's it's just a it's such a relief um as far as like worst days i mean yeah, I don't have too much worse things. Like after those postpartums, I think those are like the major, major, major ones for me. But like something that's like minor, like for instance, like if you know, I, I told you I work overnight, so when I come home, I try to get some sleep. I get home at seven thirty, and if he's up at seven thirty, I'm not going to sleep. And then that's worse for me because I'm not, I'm not charged, and I'm not, and I'm not. Um, I'm not as proactive with them as I would like because my sleeping pattern is off. Um, so I, I can say like if I don't get proper sleep, if I don't get any like re real recharge, then they they lack my, mommy being more active with them. So that can be that's that's not good for me because I honestly don't like the shift that I work because of that. It's like oh you got the whole day to yourself. I'm like yeah, it's six to six to seven hours of that you sleep. You're not really like giving your kids or even your spouse or or even yourself any time, real time. Yeah. And it's like that takes a lot. So if if, if I have any worse things, it, it'd be that. Like I wish I wish I could switch my schedule, but this schedule works for the for the benefit betterment of like um, my husband going to work and um, and having the kids be you know watched by me, where babysitting is not required all the time. So it helps in that aspect, but I wish it was different because I don't like having to fall asleep on them and then just having to watch Sesame Street while I'm trying to rest. And you know, it's, it's, you know, you want to interact with your kids. You want them to know that mommy is actually here to um, watch you grow and stuff. So that would say that'd be my worst thing <clears throat> for me. Um... My best day looks like my kids waking up in the morning without crying. <laughs> my son is like obsessed with this yellow ball and um he goes sleep with it, he holds it every day, he walks around with it. And part of my best day would be that he wakes up with his yellow ball in his bed with him and we don't have to look for it. Right. <laughs> um it will be also like them. My kids struggle with like um they're very picky and i think they got that from me so it's very hard and like frustrating to like feed them different things because they only want to eat the same thing (laughs) they only want to eat the same thing so what i do is i um try to i have like this powder um multivitamins and i put it in their their juice and i stir it around that's the only way they'll get like all the things they'll need because they won't eat fruits, they won't eat vegetables, any of that. So, wow. yeah, they they won't. So I, that's the only way they'll get vitamins. And my oldest son, he he knows like something not right. He'll smell his drink and he won't like drink it. So it's like, so, <laughs> so my be- part of my best day was for them to eat whatever I cook or to drink their vitamins. Also, um, I teach my kids from home. So, um, my best day with them to sit at the table and I can get through my lesson with them. We can have fun while doing it. And, um, they're not arguing. They're not, uh, fighting over what 
marker they color the marker they want or any anything like that and um <clears throat> and just like like you said like interacting with them and and having like the just because once I get tired, I like you know I'm a stay at home mom. So imagine just doing that every day, every day. Yeah. Sometimes like I get tired and like I have to like find the strength to like interact with them. Like after like I do my lesson with them, you know they want to play. So it's like I just you know to get that that strength and like you know that motivation to like interact with them every day. Yeah. My worst day of motherhood will look like um I will say everything that the opposite of what I said <laughs> it's my best day I guess that would be my, my worst day <laughs> yeah so so oh wait no no go ahead Dre yeah Yellow. Okay, so I did ask, um, I had two questions that, that were kind of similar, so I'm going to see if I can Rubble. combine them. But, um, you did ask what it's like being married Rubble. to a creative. Now I want to know what it's like being married to a minister. Y'all, you guys are married to people who are heavily involved in church. And I kind of want to know what is that like? And, uh, you know, how, how do you... How do you plan on moving your kids up through the church? Like, how do you plan on having a relationship with the church with your kids, a healthy relationship? Oh, I guess. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. No, no, go ahead. It was silent, so I was like, I guess I'll go first. (laughs) Why do you have this empty cartridge? Anyway, um, you know what? Um, There's so much going on. In this uh, thing we call uh, <laughs> church, that I um, I really have to learn the real uh, perspective of that. Um, not to say that I am, you know, against going to church or anything like that, because I am a I'm one to go every every chance I can. Um, but I think the healthy way of grow, having them grow up in that is making sure that they understand that they are the church first and foremost. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that bring the people to them. They are the ones that they uh, can be the ones to facilitate any kind of need or help that the person that they're talking to needs. Um, the traditional aspect of things, I feel like, gets in the way of what is really important. And so I want to make sure that that's being exercised first and foremost, because for me, um, especially as time's going, because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm part of a leadership team at my church. And so it's the politics in that to me is a little bit um a little bit uh like I don't know how to I don't know how to phrase it, but to me it's just kind of it makes me it makes me look at it in a way like, okay, my children need to understand this in depth. Like it's everything's not such a blanket statement if you really pay attention to a lot of things that go on and things that are um more prone to uh uh, it's more about what Jesus has done and, and said more so than what we're saying. So, like, I'm more about, like, making sure that they understand. I'm making sure that they understand the importance of what Jesus said and in context. Right. And I, and I, and I, I really, I'm really big on that because I'm not, like I said, go, if you're going to church, I am not in no way saying don't go. 
but understand that if you're going to be an innovator and you're going to be in a leadership role that you have to make it a point at some point to express to them, hey, you know, well, let's look at it in this way because this way has not worked for a very long time. Right. And um, we really want people to come to a place where they're comfortable at being transparent, where they're comfortable at not being shamed at something that God didn't shame them about. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. It's way deeper right. than what we've made it to be. So that is very important that I want my kids to see is that they have a real understanding of what church really is. Right. And not just a place to go to every um, uh, twice a week or however many days, depending on what kind of um, belief system it is. Because, you know... I, I feel like that's that's very important. Um, now, as far as being married to a minister, now it's it again same thing with the creative. I feel like it's it has its ups and downs because there are so many people that require your husband's attention, both sexes. Right. If I can be honest, there's so many people that require your husband's attention that at the same time, you know, you kind of feel like you know I get it, but then at the same time, you know, being that you are a woman, you know, sometimes it's very uncomfortable because it's like, mm, I understand, but then it's like, okay, here's boundaries. You can't, you can't call after nine o'clock. Right. Like after that, that's enough. I mean, granted, I understand you're going through something or whatever like that, but that that's the that's the part of being respected because it's it's more about making sure you understand. Yes, he is a minister of God, but you have to know God too. Right. You gotta understand that he is there to give you some guidance, but he does not replace in you talking to the Lord. And that's a husband as well, though. Mm Huh? I said that's a husband as well. Yeah. Give me a call. Girl, <laughs> I, I hear it. That's what I'm I have to hold back, girl. Oh Jesus! Okay, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And and I and I know that that is such a um, an admired role, you know, because when you are a man of faith and you are looked at as having that authority, yes, there are going to be some, lack of a better term, Jezebels coming right. around, and right. you know wanting help and it may not be the help that they are seeking and you have to really have to uh what's the word you have to have the discernment right who you talk to and granted he has not had those major ones at least um as far as i know thankfully i haven't had any real major things i'm just saying just in a general right and the people that he talks to i know so that's another thing. Like I know who they are. I know what they what they need. And sometimes I talk to them if they need help from a woman's perspective. So sometimes even in that sense, with with that, you know, you got to look at it like this: we are one here. Right. Yeah, yeah, you a minister, but I'm a minister too. And so, like, you know, you have to look at it like if there's something that he can't really answer, then you know, I develop a relationship with that person, whether male or female, and then we we can hash it out in that way. And it's better, it's better for my sanity as a woman and a wife because I have to make sure that that boundary and that line is not crossed. Right. So they are all aware, all, all young and old, yes, young and old, they are aware after 9 o'clock, no. <laughs> and sometimes you have to have boundaries because some people, you know, at the, at the moment the intent is never there until the enemy sees that there's room for it. Right, So right. Like if that boundary is broken, then it's like, oh, okay, cool. They, they 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 push it to nine thirty. Okay, let me see what I can do at nine thirty. Right. Oh, okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, right. I'm not doing that. So right. it's like nine o'clock 
that's it. I'm sorry. Pray, pray whatever it is. Ask God whatever it is. Because that's really the bigger picture here. I'm not here to replace him. I'm just here to get you to him. Right. As long, as long as you get there, then we're good. So that's my my major. Like I can't stress that enough. That's why I'm so adamant about it, and that's why I'm speaking so strongly about it because. That is what a lot of women, I'm sure, out there, and I know some personally that go through, where they have a husband that's a minister, but he a little too friendly with the with the women in his uh in his praise team. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, you, you have that has to be that boundaries has to be crossed. They we are still human at the end of the day, and I I can't stress that enough. Like I really am strongly about that. I don't play with that at all, and so. Um, I feel like with that, like I said, me and my husband, we're in a good space. Like I said, I don't, I don't think that um, there's anything going on because, like I said, I know who that she talks to, and we all have conversations with them. And I think when you are, in, like, with the creative, when you are involved in their thing, right. you are more effective and right. more about like, oh wow, this is us now. This is an us thing. And when you make it an us thing, you're you can conquer anything. Yeah, and it's a stronger bonding yeah. unit more than what whatever's going on so those are the major things that i um that gets into to and even for my children like i want them to realize like i stated earlier church is you you know you don't go to it you are it and you need to recognize when god has called you to be in a higher position within that so yeah for me it will be um just to teach my kids that to know God for yourself. You don't need um, a man standing up there telling you how um, how to have a relationship. Well, not how to have a relationship with God, but telling you what your relationship with God is. Know God for yourself. And I don't want to be the parent. My husband is a minister and I'm involved in ministry too. But I don't want to be the parent that forces my kids to go to church yeah. every Sunday forces that it's like if my kids want to stay home a sunday it's okay like i it's okay and like how you said like you know they are the church like i don't want them i it was a post on facebook that said like people you realize that people basically don't really have a relationship with god they're addicted to church yes and that's good i don't want my kids to be addicted to church I want them to be addicted to God. I know that was corny, but yeah, I want them to be addicted to God because at the end of the day, the building can't save you. God can. Yep. I can't, I can't stress that enough. Yeah. True. Only God can. And I want them to know like where your help comes from. Yeah. you you can call your pastor and he can pray for you, but I want them to know like, you know, you can, you can get on your knees, you can go in your prayer closet and you know, you can pray to God and it's just as effective as, uh, the pastor, you calling the pastor and him praying for you. Um, but as far as like being married to a minister, I don't know if my husband, uh, want me to share the story but i'm gonna share it anyway because like, i can really relate to the boundaries a girl um <laughs> um sent him a facebook message and was like you know i need your advice and for me you you really do gotta have discernment because mm-hmm. to me like it was like a clear like you know a woman's intuition it was like yeah. girl you don't need no advice <laughs> and, and um she was like um 
asking like if she like if um he can talk and my thing she's like because it was too much to type yeah. out and my thing is you didn't acknowledge like first of all this is a woman that um didn't have his number obviously um mm-hmm. she was on facebook messenger and so basically she was asking him like to talk outside so that means that he'll have to exchange numbers with her and all that stuff and it's hard as a wife yeah. to not pop off do you hear me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because Jasmine in 2013 would have popped off. And it's hard, like, as a wife and married to a minister, the things that, you know, that's that's when you pray. And, yes. you know, and you ask God to, like, you know, to to, oh, to hold you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it is, like, things like that you have to go through. And it's clear as day that their intentions aren't this, but it's like, are you going to continue to, like, tell your husband, no, 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 this, this, that, no, no, because it comes across as, like, you know, your husband is in ministry, so it's, like, yeah. he's going to have to deal with women and things like that, he's going to have to, like, pray for women, he's going to have to, like, like you said, like, how they, um, like, how he gives spiritual advice and things like that, mm-hmm. but it's just hard because it's women like that that you, you know, mm-hmm. as, a, as a woman that, their intentions aren't to get the help that they're claiming they need. It's for something else. So it's like what that is very hard. And that's when prayer comes into place because you can't be popping off and ready to snap and, you know, and going off on everybody. Cause that you start to look crazy and you don't, you know, you represent your husband at the end of the day too, as well. So it's like, whoo, Prayer really coming to place. <laughs> I, I hear all of that. <laughs> that's not that's that's a thing, you know what I'm saying? We I, we don't mean to be territorial, but that's just the reality of it. Like, you know, we don't want anything threatening what God put together. Right. And you know, we don't know the we don't know the people's intentions on why they want what they need or whatever and the time frame. Like even with that, like like you said, why would they message you on Facebook? I don't know. Why would they want to have a phone a phone call outside of that? Why can't you just type whatever? It is? Yeah, I I get all of that. It's just like you just have to really have the boundaries set. Like if you are a minister and you are a married man out there, please have boundaries. Right, please. right. Like we're this this is not about like. Um, controlling or anything like that it's the respect right right and that's the important thing if we we need to know that the ministry in your household is first and then we know that you can be effective elsewhere and and i think that's yeah and that's what makes us comfortable too it's like to know that you know your ministry like how you said like your ministry your home is your first ministry i don't want to feel like um i'm on a back burner and, you know, um, you know, let me take this phone call. We in the middle of family time. And it's like, let me take this phone call and, you know, and do this, that. Because, you know, you know, God, it's like, yeah, I know God. And, you know, and I go, got this, got that. But it's like, you know, we have to be taken care of as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's what God talks about. That's the important thing. If that's not being taken care of, then how can you be effective? So I, I really take that serious. So, yeah, that's. That's, I think that that sums it up for both of us. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you, now that you both men know, um, be careful because there are Jezebels out there. Okay? Right. Amen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and disclaimer: I am crazy. 
So that's why. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that now. <laughs> hey, I have to be churchy for a reason. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not show that other side of me now. Amen. Hey, hey, so so we at the (laughs) hey, so we at the end of the episode, um, and we're gonna close out with this this um this question. Um, I think it's a great way to actually close it out because it it's back fully one hundred percent on motherhood, not about wives. I don't think I have enough time for another question, man. I gotta go. Oh man. See, y'all done talk so long, he ain't got time on the plan. All right, well, listen. Um, I might, ha- I don't know. I'll figure something out for this question, because I think that's a good question. But uh, listen, thank you guys for coming on the show, being part of this episode with us. Um, for real. Like, for real, for real. Talk about mothers and wives. Right, I'll get on camera and all that, but I, no, I... Mm-mm. Y'all ain't got to do the camera thing. Y'all can just do straight audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, we'll, but we'll pray, we'll pray about it. <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I don't, I don't talk. This was like the most, like, yeah. And I, I don't even think I can um listen to this podcast after this. <laughs> I hate how my voice sounds. I feel like I sound like I am. Um, my mouth is full of spit. It's just like I. <laughs> so this podcast, I will not be listening to. I... <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, for our listening audience, uh, thank you guys for listening, for supporting so far. This is episode six. Come back next week for episode seven. It's sure to be a good one. Um, I think all we can do is just keep going up from here. I don't think we we falling short. Um, also. Uh, subscribe to the Apple Podcast on Apple Podcasts with the Switch. And leave a comment. Uh, leave comments, leave reviews, leave ratings, leave all of that. Give us some five stars. Y'all know this five stars. Stop, stop playing y'all, with us. Y'all know, it. Y'all know, y'all know it. this five stars. Quit playing. <laughs> nah, but we appreciate everybody. Again, we appreciate our wives. I don't think I can say that enough. I don't think Dre can mention that enough. Like, listen, thank you guys for coming on. Um, I don't think either one of y'all really are speakers. So, thank you for pushing past. And, and stepping in to this arena for us and with us. Um, and with that said, this was also family day. <laughs> so, so with that said, thank you to our children for making their vocal cameo appearances. Um, all, all five of them. All five of them. And um, with that said, we're gonna talk to y'all later. Dre, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all enjoy y'all day today. Watch me flip the switch like this. Watch me flip the switch like this. I flip the switch ever since I put the emphasis on the infinite. Took my pain, flipped that in the bliss.